0: Hello fellow listeners and readers, it's Mary Stone once again on the screen porch. I'm hearing some interesting bird sounds. I'm hoping the mic is picking it up. Makes me want to pause and listen. I just love hearing sounds of the wilderness out here on the porch, even in the winter when it's cold as it is today. So in our last chat about inventorying gardens and our lives, we spoke about how nature and gardens have seasons just like the seasons in our lives. When we become an adult at age 18, we could say that we're in the spring of our lives. Well, maybe not early spring. That would be our childhood, I suppose. We begin adulthood filled with possibilities as we set the groundwork for our lives ahead. We go off to college or trade school or enter the workforce and learn by doing. It's a significant time of growth, although growing never ends, does it? I'm sure you feel the same way. We always are growing, growing, growing. And that's the beauty of life, isn't it? We leave families and neighborhoods where we grew up, expanding our world to propagate new connections. And if we're lucky, some will last a lifetime, like it has with my college roommate, Linda, who became my lifelong friend. So today, I'd like to share a story about a magic avocado tree Linda told me about, which led to a fun interview with her folks, who I've known equally as long. I first met them that first day at the Fashion Institute of Technology. Yes, indeed, I thought I was going to pursue a career in fashion. (laughs) Little did I know it would turn into the fashion of plants. So, of course, I recorded the telephone chat, which turned into a column titled, A Magical Avocado Tree, and it starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners. My big kid project is dragging on, but I haven't given up hope. You may recall the column inspired by Cheryl of Blairstown, who I met while walking Jolie. She started avocado seeds in water as a science experiment to encourage her daycare center kids to grow interested in plants. You can bounce back to that story on AskMaryStone.com or revisit episode 39, The Magic of Sprouting Avocado Seeds. I've been watching my project very excitedly all these weeks, but they say after six weeks, if an avocado seed doesn't sprout... It's a dud. Well, mine cracked, which is a good thing, and there's a greenish-white alien-looking thingy emerging. I think it may be the taproot, but it hasn't progressed much in the last few weeks. I wonder if I didn't correctly determine which end is up. You see, my seed was perfectly round, so it was a little confusing to figure out which end was up. Avocados grown commercially are grafted to bear fruit in three to four years, but grown naturally... It takes almost fifteen or more years to have fruit. Linda's folks' tree certainly wasn't grafted because their neighbor actually gave them a an avocado and they harvested the seed. But yet they got avocados in like two and a half years. It's it's a magical. I can't even imagine how quickly this this plant grew and produced fruit. And so I arranged an interview with Doris and Peter to find out about their magical tree. I was curious when you started I know that uh, Linda mentioned that you put the seed actually in the soil, that you didn't propagate the seed in water first. Is that right? That's right, yes. I just stuck them in the ground and I thought, well, if it grows, fine. If not, it's okay too. (laughs) (laughs) So it did me a favor and it grew and it grew, you know? And grow it did, standing 20 feet tall after only a few years. So I'm curious, when you put it in the soil, because there's a top side and a bottom side of an avocado seed, did you know which end was up? Ooh, that's a good question. I just dropped it in there. (laughs) The good news is seeds can right themselves if planted upside down as they are geotropic, meaning the direction of growth has to do with gravity. Peter said they harvested 35 avocados from their tree Do you remember how many years it was from when you put the seed in to when it actually had fruit? You know, I would guess between two and two and a half years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we had big ones and they were and plentiful. (laughs) Busters of sometimes up to five. I mean, it was unreal. The Mexicola Grande avocado is the most popular for home gardens as they are fast growing to 30 feet tall and 20 feet wide. And they're cold-hardy, tolerating freezes to 18 degrees, though they are grown in zones 9 to 11, so don't get any ideas, you folks around where I live here in the Northeast. It just won't work here, although you can grow them inside and have a fun science project, as we talked about. As the name denotes, the fruit is 15 to 25 percent larger than most, and, unlike others whose skin and leaves are considered mildly toxic, Mexicola Grandes are edible, tasting like anise. Dry leaves frequently make their way into Mexican dishes, or tea said to be helpful for digestion. I'm kind of smiling about this because I didn't know about that until I was researching the particular variety, Mexicola grande, that you could eat the leaves and the skin of the actual avocado, and I shared that information with Doris and Peter, and uh, that was so funny. They said something like, when times get really tough, I'll keep that in mind. Maybe then I'll be eating the plants too. It's so fascinating. So are you giving it any special care and feeding that's unusual? No. We just check check them to make sure the squirrels didn't get to them before we do. (laughs) Thinking of all the squirrel activity I have here on the property, rummaging through snow, trying to find the leftover nuts. I wasn't surprised they weren't dosing the plants with chemical fertilizers or growth hormones, knowing their respect of our dear earth. Do you talk to your plants? I've been known to do that, yes. What, what kind of things did you, would you say to your avocado tree? How, I, I tell him how well he's doing, and I'm so proud of him. Nice. So I think that's the special magic right there. I think we nailed it. I think that's the reason. You're talking to your avocados. I guess we I should all go... We need encouragement, right? There you go. We all need encouragement is right. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. We all need encouragement. Garden Dilemmas, AskMaryStone.com. I had such a fun time interviewing them, and they were so excited to be part of this. I actually have to admit, I didn't know their first names, although I guess I did. I just never called them that. You know, when you're a kid, you never refer to your friends, parents as adults, you know? When does that change? Hmm. When does that change? So anyway, why don't you dabble this winter and have a science experiment of your own growing a seed? I'll keep you posted on mine. (laughs) I took some photos of the alien-looking thingy that's coming out of the bottom end, if I have the right end up. So thank you again for visiting with me. I so enjoy it and especially love hearing about your Garden of Life stories and encourage more of you to reach out to me by emailing me at askmarystone at gmail.com and look forward to our next visit together. Meanwhile, please enjoy all the seasons of your life. Never stop growing. Don't forget to be a big kid. And maybe you'll have some magic seeds and trees too. Thanks so much. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at gardendilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.